Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. The Daily Compliance News for May 11, 2021, the All-FT edition. And we begin with that story. As the Malaysian Sovereign Wealth Fund, 1MDB, seeks to recoup some $23 billion in losses, they claim that <clears throat> Deutsche Bank and J.P. Morgan and more than 20 individuals, including a former prime minister, owe more than $23 billion in losses to the Malaysian Sovereign Wealth Fund. J.P. Morgan and Deutsche Bank both deny that they are culpable in any way, but the lawsuits form a basis of government efforts to recover losses linked to the fund. The banks were sued because they were alleged to be conduits for 1MDB, a person involved in the lawsuits. They became embroiled in the scandal after providing the fund with services that included transferring and raising billions of dollars. The claims against them include negligence, breach of contract, conspiracy to defraud, and dishonest services. Next up is Andrew Hills, always great on management column in the FT, and he says that flexibility in fellow staff members will pull us back to the office. Persuading a critical mass of staff to bring their work spheres to the office without sacrificing the inclusivity of Zoom and the advantage of working from home is hard. The central paradox is the best way of encouraging people to return to work may be to give them the freedom not to, not be like uh, employers in the U.S. and say you'll be fired unless you come back to work. It is one of the reasons HR uh, departments are still figuring out what to do. The power of design and optimism in the future of Midtown Manhattan may depend on the intermingling of red and white blood cells of both commuters and residents. In the United Kingdom, a large number of employees who represent themselves in front of employment tribunals over whistleblower uh, retaliation claims is an incredibly stressful process. Uh, As a practicing lawyer, I can attest that it's never easy to go to court, and when you're not a lawyer, the pressure can become, frankly, overwhelming. So this is uh, something that, if this is your situation, You really need to have legal counsel involved on your behalf. And our final article is about cultivating a company's culture. I'd like you to think about that as a compliance officer and how you can simplify, remove friction, and increase fairness to help uh, your overall corporate culture. Technology can certainly improve culture and uh, deliver some of those things, but to have the type of culture where accountability reigns it should be a key goal of every compliance officer going forward. So check out uh, any of these stories in the FT. I know you will find them uh, very interesting. And from the compliance officer's perspective, uh, check out the stories on corporate culture and Andrew Hill on management about how to get employees back into the workplace through uh, lots of carrots, and that uh, you can have really the best of both worlds 
if you don't threaten employees with termination if they decide that they uh, want to continue working virtually and want to continue working from home. Check out the newest podcast on the Compliance Podcast Network, Survive and Thrive, where with my co-host Courtney Nordrum, we take a look at compliance disasters and how to avoid them going forward. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.